This week's magazine is brought to you by Tacky 80s Musical Movies. Because without them, we wouldn't be our fabulous selves. Well, we're back. Yep, back again. We are back and we have a lot to share with y'all today. Um, we are just going to go through everything. I'm I'm happy to be back. I've been gone for a little bit. So I'm yeah, glad for us to be back. I hope uh, everything's going well for you. It is. I got to look for... I got to look for a new car. <laughs> well, I got to <laughs> go and my lease is about to be up. So I got to go take care of that. And I don't like to haggle with dealerships so that's that's right thing how about you what's going on with you oh the apartment is full of drags and (laughs) and all that crap it's just a mess over here but you know in a week or two some it will be back to normal well that's good well happy memorial day Yeah. yeah happy memorial day hope everybody's getting their plates of foods or relaxing and didn't have to work Yes, that's the great thing. These three days have been wonderful. But then I got to go back into it. And I always feel like when you go back into work on Tuesday, it's just worse. Traffic's worse. Traffic's worse, yep. Work is, the amount of work is worse. Everything needs to be done that day for shit that people didn't want to do Friday. Yeah. So, yeah. And I was mad because my office, the whole university was off at 2, but we were still working until 4.30. I was like, you know, <laughs> I was still working. Everybody else left because I'm doing something totally different than the others. But uh-huh. everybody else left. I was like, you know what? This is not what I wanted to do, but that's okay. We still get paid, though. So we're not going to no, right. no, that's right. All right. So we're going to get into it. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to hit up on... So many things that's been happening in the geek world, including uh, X-Men Apocalypse. And this hashtag that came out about a week ago that really talked about uh, Captain America being gay, which kind of had some interesting views to that. So we're going to get on into a lot of these things. Let's start off with getting into Aunt May's tea. All right. Uh, You want me to go? Yes, you go ahead and go. All right, so I'm a big gamer, mm-hmm. a really big gamer. I've been gaming since the Atari. And one of the games that are, is supposed to come out this year is uh, called No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like a um, a space exploration. You go from planet to planet. And they've been working on this game for forever. So when it was announced, or rather the beginning of this year, it was announced it was coming in, coming out in June. Yeah. About last week or so, it was delayed. And I was like, oh, you know, of course it's going to get delayed. Yeah. But the real, I guess, shitstorm came where the creator, uh, his name is Sean Murray, was getting all kinds of death threats from these people. And I, I read some of the death threats. They were like, oh, I'm going to come find you and kill you. Death threats. And like, damn, from a game? For a game, from though. A- Okay. From a game. So I'm like, okay, y'all need to calm it down with that. It is. It will never be that serious for a video game. Well, I mean, I've heard about things like the um, Kingdom Hearts and how that was delayed and people were all up in arms about that. 
Um, even some of the, I think it was a Pokemon game that was supposed to be on, on, you know, the smartphone and people was upset about that. That was some, I can't, I think that was somewhat delayed and I'm trying to figure out why everybody is getting all upset about like to the point where they send in death threats though. I mean, the game is coming. It's not like he said, I'm canceling the game. Right. And the game is coming in August, like <laughs> August 9th. So it's not like, which it's... is around the corner. Hello. Yeah. It's not like it's, oh, we just going to wait until we damn well get ready and you gonna have to take it you know it's not one of them it's just just a little bit delay we're coming out in august i know we got plenty of things happening there's more movies coming out comic-con is gonna be in july you got plenty of things to do um in between then i don't know why you're trying to you know send some death threats it's not that deep people i mean i know you love the game i mean i can imagine if something that i really wanted was delayed I'll be a little upset, but I'm not trying to, you know, go to jail. That's I mean, right. <laughs> right. I'm not stuff. going to jail for no damn game. Come so, on now. So let's not send no death threats, y'all. This game is common, okay? You will have plenty of time to sit on your couch and be stanking all weekend to play this game. So, <laughs> and that's no shade to video game players. I know there are some people talk about they don't shower, they don't do nothing when they play these little games, and that's great. But you will have plenty of time to to just be, you know, confined to your couch. All weekend when this game come out, so right, y'all. That's not that's not go there. That's not go there. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> um. So if you are a comic book reader, um, there was the DC Rebirth. Now, if you are not familiar with DC DC Comics, um, I feel like love to reboot their 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 books every you know ten fifteen years whatever. Um, we know we had the, the Crisis of Venice Earths that happened back in the 80s, and it kind of rebooted a lot of things back in the, in the mid-80s, like around 85, 86. Okay. Um, and then we had, you know, Zero Hour, then we had, you know, Final Crisis. We had all these other things that kind of changed the format. And then we had the New 52, which was, um, I'm going to just say it, it was garbage. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't hear t- two good things about it. No, and I know some, like, for example, Wonder Woman. I love Wonder Woman, and I was reading her. And then when they restarted, you know, it was, I was I was on this trail, this whole mystical, you know, background of her. We got to meet the gods, and they were more active in this comic. But it got to a point where it just kind of lost a lot of us, the way they portrayed the Amazons being rapist. Um, you know, Whoa. making Wonder Woman... Um, she has a father, and it was Zeus. It took away kind of that that power from her. Um, mm-hmm. Little things that just kind of turned us off from the series, um, and other people were turned off by the series too. How they did things. Uh, I remember when they um, brought Raven back. She had on some feather mask. <laughs> it looked a mess. If you want to Google Raven, the New Fifty Two, she looked a mess. Not the way that she always looked, and I love. But anyway, so they rebooted. It's the rebirth. Uh, DC and so therefore you know they are it was a 80 page comic that was released um, that has basically taken us to a new level of of these characters and I was kind of excited because you know I, to be honest I'm only excited about Wonder Woman I was very excited to see that you know she's smiling again she is um, going back to her roots and they may they may get rid of her this hard history that was given to her in the new 52 run i hope they take zeus away as her father i don't think she she doesn't need a father i think that's been kind of the neat thing about her she doesn't have a father the last thing we need is another hero with daddy issues 
And I feel right. like the worst person to have as a father is Zeus. <laughs> the womanizer who turned himself into a swan to have sex with somebody. You know, we, right. we don't really so need... Dancing. And Zeus is always in everybody's stuff. So can we not have Zeus involved? Like, he could be somebody that... He used to, you know, desire her or whatever he wanted to do with her back in the day. But that's just not... Let's, let's not make... Let's just take that part out. Let's not make the Amazons rapists. Um, you know, let's just... Let's just get back to the thing that we love about her, and that's her spirit and everything that she was very powerful about, you know, or very, you know, um, passionate about. So I'm looking forward for her. Um, I'm looking forward a little bit for the Titans, because I feel like the Titans kind of fell off for me with New 52. So this rebirth Uh is really neat. And I also love the fact that we got the Flash as Wally West was back. The oh, original cool. Wally West, not the the new black <laughs> one, but the original. And sometimes <laughs> some people were a little upset about that, you know, and I understand, you know, but I like the fact that we got um, Barry Allen and we got Wally West. They kind of connected again, um, bringing back kind of somewhat the universe that we were used to. Um, but, you know, we'll see how this goes. Again, I'm more excited about Wonder Woman. I almost don't care about nobody else. Um, so we'll see how all this will be. Cool. And to go along the lines of uh, comics-esque type stuff, uh, it was announced, I think it was last week it was announced that uh, Spider-Man's Miles Morales is going to be the focus yes. of the animated film. Yes. Um, which is finally, they're going to, we're going to see this like on the short screen. But it's not going to come out until like damn near 2018. <laughs> <laughs> the but, end of 2018. But you know what? I am happy for that because I think, you know, he was he was kind of introduced in some of the animated features, and I would like to see a whole feature on him. Um, personally, I would have liked to see him in the overall DC universe. I mean, oops, whoa, the Marvel <laughs> universe. DC is on my mind. They're talking about me, but I would love to see them in the Marvel universe. And I think, you know, you never know. He could pop up. You know, he could pop up. Right. And so I'm really excited to hear about that. I mean, I enjoy Miles. I know some people don't, but I actually enjoy Miles. Yeah, I think it would be a, a it would reach a lot more people uh, in an animated film than a comic. Um, so hopefully they move up the the date because that's that's a long ways away. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> And I don't know what they're doing with that. Maybe they may be using this time to do some promotion or, you know, maybe step Miles up a little bit. So we, we, we don't know, but I'm glad that they are taking the time to do it. I know Twitter was just just blazing about him. Oh, and yes. I was so excited. And, and a lot of us, you know, when it comes to superheroes in general, the more diverse, the more people of color we see, the better. And so I really hope um, some of the the big heads in the in the two big comic worlds kind of think about this a bit more, but let's not count out the fact that a lot of the indie comics are doing this already. Mm-hmm. You know, They've been doing that. Yes, yeah, Valiant, um, Image, Boom—they all have been doing very good with these storylines, including people of color as well as people of different sizes as heroes. Mm-hmm. So I've been really excited about that, and. Um, you know, great for Miles, but, you know, I think there's more that we can see. And there's more characters from both universes that we could see um, in the film or in whatever they want to use. So, great Miles is coming, but let's see some Spectrum. Let's see some Thunder. 
Uh-huh. And mostly, you know, we got a lot of men of color popping up. Let's get some women of color popping up. That's what I'm going right. to talk about. There's too much going on um, to not have women of color heroes popping up. So, you know, let's get that started. Yeah, I mean, uh, more diversity equals more money. So it, you would think right. it would be a no-brainer, but obviously it is. I mean, come on. This is you supposed to come get this money. What was that in um, Players Club? I forgot her name. She said, you better come oh. get this money. That's what I'm saying. Y'all need to get this money. There is too mm-hmm. much that y'all <laughs> could get if you add in, you know, Spectrum. You got Ronica Rambo. You got um, Blade and his daughter. You got so many things that you could add up to this. And, you know, to have more women of color will only bring in more money. You're not losing. You're not right. losing. I mean, we got Misty Knight coming. We got. Storm. I can't wait for that. Oh my god! I know. I'm so excited about her, and you know, I've heard her on, on several podcasts, and I'm really excited about what she's going to bring to the character and how she's going to be played out. There's a lot about her, and I'm glad Misty's coming. But like I said, I would love to see more Monica. I would love to see more um, Vixen. Yeah, I, you know, they did that little um, animated mm-hmm. thing on the CW, but that. I wanted so much more. She yeah. is just such a good character. Fascinating character. And I, I you know, I'm, come on, y'all. Get this money. Put more women of color up in this comic. Sebra, I'm saying her name wrong probably, but Sebra, she is woman of color who is like a superwoman in some sense in Marvel. Mm-hmm. You know, you got so many of these women. And, and we saw a little bit of that coming in with, uh, you know, Civil War. But I want to see more. And um, again, women of color, money, get it. Right. And moving right along to, you know, the one of the big things we're going to talk about here. So this past weekend, X-Men Apocalypse dropped in the U.S. And I know I went to go see it Saturday night. Um, and I was cautiously optimistic and then that optimism turned into just dust. Yeah, it, 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 mm. So let's get into it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right, so let's get into this king size edition or the issue. And one of our big issues um, that we're going to talk about is this. <laughs> I can't even say without laughing, but this movie. <laughs> so X-Men Apocalypse came out. And, you know, it's funny because we all had our doubts already because the bar has changed. Um, You know, the first X-Men movie came out about 16 years ago. And, you know, we were all excited back then. But if you look at it now, it really does not hold up. Yeah. But, you know, things, you hope for the best. And so this movie came out. And as you know, everybody was already talking about it. I knew a little bit about it because, again, I had an opportunity to see it early. So I saw, I was given like different clips to look at and I was not really happy about those clips. Um, so, and I can't show those clips because they, it's a whole situation. So I saw those clips. They're supposed to excite you about the movie. I was like, girl, you, no, you didn't. So I went and let me see. What was really kind of the issues that I, the let's let's talk, well, let's talk about, about let's, the things that we like yeah, about the things we like first so, okay so i actually liked uh the portrayal well most of it of jean gray 
she was played by Sophie Turner, and mm. she's a character in uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I don't know which character she is. She's um, Sansa. She's Sansa Stark. Okay, I I really dug her. Um, she was about as good as Famke Jensen, in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, as as far as Jean Grey is concerned. Um, another thing that I liked. Um, oh boy. <laughs> Well, you know, parts of uh, the astral plane battle between Xavier and Apocalypse, mm-hmm. uh, it was, I kind of dug it. It was okay. Yeah. Um, especially when Apocalypse uh, increases size. I mean, it was about time we saw that. Um, what about you? What were some of the things that you liked? I yeah. liked, I did like Gene to a degree. I like the fact that I, I like the way she was played. I like the way like the way Sophie really played her. Um I liked that. And I'll leave it at that. I liked I will give um Alexandra is her name, Alexandra Ship, um, her credit because she gave us a, a good storm in the sense that I like that she used a very good Kenyan accent. I yes. like that about her. Um, and I like that she has a look. I will be very honest. I wish they would have found a dark skin Storm because that's what Storm is. Oh, uh, quite it. Well, it ain't quite as okay. It's fucking knowledge. Yes. Storm <laughs> yeah. is black. She is Storm black. Storm damn near blue black. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that. But it's, I did like the fact that she did the work. And she sound great. And I was like, okay, this is who I hear. I hear Storm, and I'm so happy for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also... Hmm. You know what I liked? I liked how they... Uh, I read a report that how they mixed uh, Oscar Isaac's voice. They mm-hmm. used some kind of new... I don't know what it was. Some kind of new uh, mixing technology mm-hmm. or whatever to make it sound more grand than it was. Yeah. Um, I liked how they did that. Um, I also, I, I liked Quicksilver's scene, but his scene in Days of Future Past was much better. Yeah. Um, and and oh, I'll be honest. The only thing I really liked after those things was Isaac Lane on the on the thing half naked. That was about as good <laughs> that we got. I was like, oh, look at him, his little body. So I was like, that's. That's what I liked. <laughs> but let's get into things that I had. Oh, let's, let's say like this. Get into things that we had problems with. Yes. And so here are, here are just a few of my problems. And I'm going to jump hey, over to you. Me let's talk about Storm and Psylocke. <sighs> First of all, okay. If you going to put Psylocke in this film, and you get a pretty well-known actress. I mean, Olivia Munn is well-known. Can we have more than two lines? Exactly. Can we say more than he's... Like, I think she said, oh, he's powerful. And then, I don't know what else she said. But that's about it. And why is she with the Morlocks? Because if you... For those who don't know what the Morlocks are, they were mutants who look like mutants. Like, you know, maybe... A little different looking, yeah. And they ring. lived in mm-hmm. the sewers of New York City. Um, 
I say that she was with the Morlocks because Caliban was there, and Caliban was a well-known Morlock. Right. Um, which I thought Caliban looked good as a Morlock, and I kind of felt that they used the they used the the right speech for him because he always says his name. Caliban likes this, like he always does that. So he always takes something that hurts them. But yeah, but okay, Psylocke. First of all, let's just let's just get it clear. In the eighties, she was still white. She was not um, Asian yet. But the fact that they mixed that in, I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, I'll give him that. But the fact that she really didn't have any lines, and she was supposed to be a ninja, but when she was fighting, that was not ninja at all. That was not... I was like, you got beat by Beast. That would not really happen. She got washed by Beast, Dr. McCoy? Yes. Come on now, you can't tell me that Beast is got them hands to get... Psylocke together. He did got her, he got her together, and then she really didn't use any telepathic. She used telekinetic, I guess, with the sword, but we really didn't see telekinetic. We just saw her use this. She can generate a sword or generate a lasso or whatever. And I was like, girl, y'all copy Shira because you remember Shira used to <laughs> sit there and hold a her sword up, say sword to shield, sword to right. rope. I was like, bitches, y'all sit up there and put. She-Ra in this. So y'all could have said this was She-Ra because I saw no Psylocke in this. There was no train fighting. So y'all had, y'all had She-Ra in this. But anyway, I just felt I like... Did like uh, well, I did have a question. Yes. So, you know, when she she changed her sword to a whip. Yeah. And that whip cut that stone block in half. Mm-hmm. Then she had that uh, whip around Beast's neck. Why didn't that whip go right through his neck? Okay. Why you, I, I, why you why are you why are you putting a question up that like, somebody else in the studio should have put that question up to? But you know what? I was like, all right. And then she has on heels. Uh, like, I was like, when is a ninja running around in heels? When is a superhero running around in heels? You know how hard it is to run and fight and some six inches stilettos. I tried to run in heels once. For a game and that that was a horror show that you were, I was hurt for the days so I, I guess you have to be in super you know super shape to do that mess but I was like okay so Psylocke really didn't have any lines didn't really play up to Psylocke um, didn't use anything of Psylocke that we know except the having the 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 I guess the psychic blade not really the psychic blade it was just that katana that she uses when she got her telekinesis, because she never had, she wasn't, she never really had telekinesis. She gained uh-huh. that at one point. So I was like, okay, y'all just, whatever. So I was like, you know what, this is not Psylocke, and I, I I'm just going to let this go. But she Storm, wasn't fleshed out. Psylocke wasn't fleshed out no, at all. She, like, like I said, two lines, the... and you got beat, and you using um, She-Ra's sword or whatever you was doing. No, no. Then Storm. My heart was hurt. I'll tell you why. My for two main reasons. One, I like that they show her as a thief. That's what she grew up as. Mm-hmm. She was not that old as a thief, though. But okay. Now give them that. Yeah. But the give fact them that of they had her with brown hair, and I was like, no, you didn't, because I said when she was a thief. Every comic that shows her as a thief, as a child, she was running around with white hair. Uh-huh. She was 
a child. She was like five when she started doing this because she was found by, I think, the El Kabar. I'm saying his name wrong. He was like a grand thief in Cairo and Egypt. And he trained her to be the best. And every time, white hair. In this movie, no, she's running around with this L'Oreal um, uh, Auburn Brown special in her. I was like, okay, I'm okay. Then she's talking about how she worships Blue Magic, aka um, Mystique. I'm like, okay, I was like, okay, what? Hold on, what? No, exactly. And then the fact that Apocalypse made her, because he's the one who gave her the white hair. And I was, I rolled my eyes several times on that part. I um I I I wanted to walk out. I was like you. I was like first of all. <laughs> it made me think about the fact that. Y'all can't let a black woman be great. You can't let a black superhero, woman be great. Storm and we can go on Storm for days. Storm <laughs> is the is a descendant from royalty and mystics. She knew, she knows a little bit about herself already. And at that age that they show her in this movie, she was on her way to being treated as a goddess. Yeah. So to see the fact that they just wouldn't let her be, like the fact that this man had to make her great bothered me a lot. And some people may say, well, exactly. Professor Xavier, he made her great. And I'm like, no, no, no. She was already a goddess, per se, when he met her. Mm-hmm. And she gave all of that up. You know, think about it. If you were treated as a god, <laughs> really? Well, what's gave... you got to uh, offer me? Yeah. And that's what she said to her. Like, what do you got to offer? And she said, you know what? I'm going to let this all go to see what you got to offer me, Charles. And she became an X-Men that way. But I, and, and, and that was by her choice. Of doing it, cause she could have said, "Boy, bye, and get out of my. This is my place. I am a goddess. Get out, white yeah. man." But she did not. She went and became X Men. This I did not appreciate the fact that a man made her. She could not be great until he made her, and was I was not here for that. And I, they showed a little bit that she had a little bit of powers because she did a little gust of wind or something. Right. But when he breeze. But when he made her, all she was doing was like throwing lightning bolts and she flew. But she didn't do nothing. But then what made me really mad was when I think when the car was coming towards her, she's going to cower away like, no, no. I'm like, that's no. Right. No. She better. Uh, I was just... It was so many lost opportunities with Storm, with a lot of the characters. And I just, I wanted her to be so better than she was. And it's not to say that, uh, what's her name, Alexandria? Yeah. It's not to say that she's a horrible actress. It was just when you're given a crap script, you can only, you can't work miracles with, you know, the two little bit of lines that she was given too. Yeah. And I also want to say that she did her best. I will say that Anna Alexandria did her best. I appreciate her. I appreciate the work she put into this. So this is not no shade to her at all. But I wish they would have gave her more. And the fact that she couldn't deflect. Uh, this is a woman. Let, let's let's get into the comic book history of Storm. This is a woman who basically told one of the Imperial Guard members that 
you may control the earth because it was one of them called earthquake and he was doing some stuff and she uh -huh. told him with the boldest of bolds to say while you control the earth i control all the elements that grind the earth to powder that's what i'm talking about when that car was coming towards her she would have been like when get this car in my face exactly and i'm I about to come for all of you when she said when they were fighting uh the imperial guard she said controlling the dirt is nothing to one who commands wind and rain yes. so i don't know all of a sudden this car is gone just straight washer i was and, like okay and there comes psylocke when she cuts that car with the knife with the with her oh, that blade. was cute that was cute though. that was cute but the cgi was was broke i was like okay so those those two and that's and poor angel what was he even in the movie for why they do that to that little boy he didn't even talk. Did he even talk? I can't remember if he said he anything. He talked uh, when he was fighting Nightcrawler. And then one other time? No, two other times. So he was just for cosmetics there, too. And 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 it, it just seems like Apocalypse was just everybody's stylist. Yes. That's what I said, too. I was like, he was a stylist. I was like, ugh. I wanted Apocalypse to be bigger and better than what he was because <laughs> Apocalypse is one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Actually, one of my favorite villains, and that's in all media. So to see him, and it hurt twice as much because I love Oscar Isaac. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I wanted uh, Apocalypse to be so much ruth more ruthless. Mm. And another thing that I had, I'm tired, like, tired over it's this trinity between magneto xavier and mystique that's what i'm tired of too and <sighs> mostly most between xavier and magneto because 16 years of these movies it is the same situation and, and think about it even when they got first class back together now we even go from the first x-men movie it has always been charles they don't like us but we have to help them like us they don't like right. us. It's been that same two in every situation, regardless if they have a different villain or not. The same two. Even when they have first class again, it's like, I can help you, Eric. No one can help me. I'm like, it's the same drama. Y'all been pulling this same Alexis and Crystal crap throughout. <laughs> I'm sick of that. I'm just like, I'm sick of that. Like, I don't care about you, Eric. I'm, I don't care about you. You can die. I mean, sorry, Michael. I mean, I, I enjoy seeing you in all your glory. But I'm sick. Like, I'm like, can y'all... We have 70 years of history with with these these characters. With mutants in general. There is so much more that they could have went on. And they could have actually touched on something else. Personally, if they was going to do this movie set in the 80s, they probably should have used someone. Like, I was like, um, since Maura Taggart was there, her son, one of the great, I think one of the best stories in X-Men history is when they fought um, Proteus. Proteus, yeah. And I feel like maybe that could have been a good start, you know. Or maybe we don't need a, in, like, they could have been X-Men already. And, you know, almost like what they were in the first movie, kind of. They could have been, like, doing a little bit of stuff already. Um, and maybe right. Proteus could have been at the school, and then it goes crazy, and that's where they would, you know, something in that world where it's it's small enough, but it's not really, we, we don't have anything to do with, you know, 
Professor X and Magneto's issues and no Wolverine. Yeah, no, and no Mystique. She yeah. didn't just rip it off. Like, I'm tired of seeing Jennifer Lawrence. <sighs> she's not a good actress to me. And she's like, uh, I read a story that, she, oh, she's like, oh, I don't like the uh, sitting around doing the blue makeup. I'm like, well, well then, bitch, don't do it then. <laughs> I'm well, like, Rebecca Romaine was a better mystique. Because she didn't talk. And I feel like that, <laughs> I mean, and to, to, and not to say that, and I don't want to get that off that, I, that she shouldn't speak. I just think that I like the way it was a mystique about mystique. That she didn't yeah. say much, and I like that. But her trying to be a hero, I, 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 I don't like that. I don't like them trying to make her the hero. I, I really think they could have tried something else. Um, but one of the things I did enjoy was Nightcrawler. I enjoyed him. I thought that was a, I thought that was a great Nightcrawler. It made sense. Um, Ran uh, two things. Mm-hmm. So they were at the mall. Nobody is going to say anything to this big-ass blue thing with his tail walking around. I don't know. Well, they cut that scene, so that maybe they... maybe they Jean, did, because it was in mine. Yeah, because maybe Gene maybe did something, you know, to maybe you know, um, to block people's views of him. That's probably true. I liked his uh, Michael Jackson yeah. uh, jacket and his, uh, his little pixie, pixie hair, his wig. Yeah. With the little streaks. I was like, oh, that was cute. But that was, but that was more, that was more emo. You know, that was more today than that was eighties. So oh yeah. So if we're gonna stick to the anesthetic of eighties, I feel like a lot of that was not that in the clothes, but not always. And yeah. then another character that they messed up and really didn't use was Jubilee. I felt like, why is Jubilee in this movie and we're not really getting Jubilee? Like we kind of got Jubilee have lines. Yeah, like she she talked, she gave us a little bit of that in her in her lines, but no power, no powers, and I was like, you then you could have used any mutant, you could have. I, I think mm-hmm. I said somewhere that they could have used Doug Ramsey, because right. he was he was the very normal looking one. Like his powers are lang- it's language, so therefore you know he could have been like, hey, I want to you know welcome you to Xavier School, and I would have accepted that because I'm like well that's Doug Ramsey of course it makes sense because he is studying languages and he knows how to interpret different things so of course he could have been the interpreter to some degree to all these new mutants coming in so I'm like okay well you could have used him um, or used somebody else maybe even threw in Rain maybe even threw in one of the new mutants um, yeah I was so excited to see that Jubilee was going to be in it because I was like oh we're finally going to see her powers yeah. on the big screen no we yeah. didn't and I'm like, okay, another waste of time and lost opportunity. A lot of lost opportunity, as you said. And I, when I think about it, I was like, why do we even have the horsemen? Because that, because in the beginning of the movie, I liked the use of the horsemen. That made sense to me. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we had these characters as horsemen, but they never really... Like, I always think that, okay, I got these horsemen, so how do I demonstrate what these? why I have these particular characters as my horsemen? That should have been fleshed out somewhere because I felt like where's famine, where's war, where's death? Like I, I mean, if you read the comics, of course you know who they are. But right, and then going back to the the original, like the first scene, mm-hmm. you saw that the I would say the enchantress was you know the protector yeah. of the um, of apocalypse. Then you had the brute strength guy, yeah. and then you had the two 
I say uh, for RPG people, the black mages. <laughs> yeah. So you had they made sense. Yeah. But now, like Storm, Magneto, Psylocke, and Angel, they didn't it correlate didn't to. Yeah, it didn't make sense. Or if it did make sense, they didn't explain it at all. No, and I was like, this is broke. I'm, I'm like, okay, I don't understand why you have them. He was, you know, <laughs> I told someone, Apocalypse was basically Hollywood Monroe. <coughs> it's like, if it, like, if you remember the movies, uh, Mannequin, look up Hollywood. Yeah. That's what he was. He was a amped up villainous Hollywood who was styling all them. Because they didn't do anything. They had no purpose. They, they, I don't think he needed them. I like he, I said, did you really need them? Like, you needed Magneto. And I would think maybe you could have manipulated Magneto to do your things. But that's nothing that got to me was Magneto didn't know how to use the, the magnetic waves within the Earth. Is this the man who was, like, using all his power like crazy in the last two movies? Mm-hmm. And he, what, moved a whole a baseball field and <laughs> tore up the White House but he could not he did not know that he could do that I was like uh, I was like okay alright so I was saying that really oh go ahead go ahead no no I was just saying that just kind of bugged me and I was like I don't understand and another thing that I'm, I'm sick of him he's he's very woe is me yes he lost his wife and his daughter that was sad that, that was, was sad but at the same time, I was like, so that just gets you right back where you like. I I I was like, you. So he's like an addict, almost. I looked at it like you're kind of an addict of, of pain and and death. Like I said, that's something that you just like to get involved with. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like why Xavier. I feel like you. I feel like at one point Xavier, you should have known. Like this is just just lost. Just let it just let him go. He'll get it together when he gets it together. But enough with this. You know, I love you. You don't love me. Come back, whatever. I'm like, just stop that. Just yeah. stop. I know in the porn they're fucking. <laughs> Somebody in a porn they're fucking. Yes, because that's uh, just too much. Another uh, thing, you know, when Havoc uh, destroyed Cerebro. Yeah. And then the uh, mansion got destroyed. Do you think he's still alive? He could be because we didn't find they didn't show his body. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when you don't show a body, somebody's alive. And, yeah. well, and somebody said, well, he was too close to the thing. I was like, they could have found something. Um, but who knows? They may bring him back. Um, personally, I didn't really care either way. Like, I was like, I really didn't care either way. But if they bring him back and don't bring back, um, oh, I can't remember his name. Um, they don't bring back the one who died in first class who basically cannot die that way. Uh, who's the oh, black guy? Oh, the, yeah, Darwin, the one they have the Darwin. quickness. If, yeah, if they, if they don't bring back Darwin, but they bring back Havoc, I'm, I'm not going to be pleased. With it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Because Darwin can withstand all of that. And so yeah. I'm just like, okay, but we'll see how that part goes. Um, I feel I like... The Quicksilver piece was... We already saw that. We already saw that. Yeah, they was just trying to top what they already did. and It wasn't really that good. And hold on. Quicksilver landing punches on uh, Apocalypse? (laughs) I said, okay. Y'all are just reaching for that one. Uh, There was another thing that didn't make sense. 
so once the helicopter landed mm-hmm. and they got those the mutants in, Nightcrawler can only teleport to places he's seen, right? Yeah. So how can he see the inside of the helicopter if he, you know what I mean? It didn't seem like he saw that. So how could he teleport inside of it? I don't know. There there was some part I was like, because I know in, in, in Next 2, he couldn't, it was strain him if he teleported too many people. And he was teleporting <laughs> everybody. And I was like, oh, wow. baseball. Yeah. And another thing that was a, a big loophole. So, and I might get a lot of this wrong, but because I haven't seen Days of Future Past in a while. But at the end, Stryker was actually Mystique. So once Stryker or Mystique fished Wolverine out of the lake, how all of a sudden that in this movie... It's the real striker and not the mystique striker. Yeah, that's that that I wonder that too. Cause I was like, yeah, didn't wasn't that her? And now he has, and how is he? How does he get anything? I was like, I was like, how does he get all this this stuff built? And I know that's, you know, that's played out in X two. But I was like, that's interesting that in ten years he has all of this. The government is not that keen on this and it's not really a government thing either so I'm like that's interesting that he has all that and nobody knows about it but yeah I did wonder like how did he get a hold of Wolverine yeah and... one one big thing that I had like the issues with was when Xavier and Apocalypse were fighting in the astral plane and Xavier was reaching out to Jane Grey and he was like, oh, let loose, you know, let your powers go. And she already had the Phoenix uh, Force in her. <sighs> I'm like, okay, so those stories that we uh, read, those the animated cartoons that we saw, they just got the story wrong. Jean Grey didn't already have that in her. No, she didn't. And I didn't, I wanted, I mean, she could have been his ace in the hole and it could have been that she just, she could have done something, unleashed a lot of power, and that could have been, like, something that clicked. Like, it would have been neat that when they do, like, all those flashes of things, there would have been, like, some alien race that kind of noticed, like, this power being used or something like that. Uh-huh. Or maybe, like, the Phoenix Force noticing it. Like, if they would have done that part, I would have been like, oh, so it didn't notice that she just unleashed a lot of power. It shouldn't have been the Phoenix, and I didn't like the fact that they already started off like, oh, she has it. Like, no, that should even be... If mm-hmm. you want to continue a the big story, then you should have. I thought they should have had like, and while she was unleashing this power, maybe had people feel it all like like they did in the beginning when people were feeling that that whole shake or whatever. You know, yeah, they could have done something like maybe some people like noticed it, like people like regular psychics or whatever noticed it, and then maybe some like these weird fire eyes opening where we were like oh that's probably the phoenix force like something like that to where i would have noticed that this person has great power i did not like the fact that they already did that i kind of like i did like when she was walking and she was walking on air uh-huh. but that was it but when i saw the phoenix i was like no not no 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 yeah because, I was, oh my god i was so i was pissed because then i was thinking <laughs> well then wouldn't wouldn't apocalypse know that that's who he should have went after versus Xavier, because I was thinking he would have known that she was more powerful. Right, because she is a level, what, level 5 Omega? Yeah. So then he would have, 
he would have noticed her. He'd be like, he, that would have been a nice twist. He's like, I didn't, like, he could have been like fighting Xavier. It's like, I didn't come for you. Uh-huh. And then it would have been her. And I'm like, oh, look at that. I would be like, okay, I see what you're doing, but they didn't even do that. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm out. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I'm like you. They could have, if she would have released the power, then the Phoenix Force in space would have noticed it. Yeah. And, like, been on the lookout for her then, yeah. not how they did it. Um, what did you think about uh, Wolverine's little cameo? I thought they could have left that out. I mean, I get they were trying to be like, well, that's how they're going to get through all the soldiers. But I thought that would have been neat if we would have let the kids get through the soldiers. You know, like, maybe they could have done some things, saw more of their power. Um, mm-hmm. Something to where it would have been neat to see them more active. Um, I really didn't care to see Wolverine in it, um, or the fact that I come Jean helps him figure some parts out, and I'm like, mm. yeah, what the fuck was that all about? I was like, like, your power. So I was like, okay, I'm, I wasn't really here for that. But and then, uh, one of the last things I'll say about this movie was I realized that I think they should just stop right there. I don't know if we can go any further. Cause they, I think I've heard they want to do Dark Phoenix next, but I don't think, I don't think that, I mean, I don't, I just don't think that they can do this. I don't like the fact they keep doing. I mean, every movie plays the characters differently, but I feel like the way they just keep, nothing adds up at the end of the day. Like it doesn't always add up. And then we just had Deadpool that did really well. I feel like that maybe we just need to like, quit. Let's not keep going in the past. Let's just let this sleep and go with something different or maybe Marvel would sneak out of nowhere and take it back or right. whatever but oh and I will say this it was interesting to see Essex which Mr. Sinister basically oh yeah let's get into that real quick because yes. I, have, I have a little uh, hypothesis about what might be on the horizon okay so you tell me that and I'll tell you my hypothesis we may, it may okay. be the same so, if you didn't stay for the ending, this uh, guy in a, well, lots of suits come in at the uh, end credits and get a vial of Wolverine's blood. It's labeled Weapon X. In the suitcase, there's already vials of uh, other, we'll say, mutants' blood. And Essex Court is on the, uh, the suitcase. Essex is last name of Nathaniel Essex, and Nathaniel Essex is the real name of Mr. Sinister. Now, Mr. Sinister uh, is a, uh, a villain. He's a geneticist, and he's worked with Apocalypse in the past. Um, he has a this sick sort of fascination with Jean Grey and Cyclops in their timeline. Um, he was responsible for creating Jean Grey's clone. I think that he created Madeline Pryor. Yes back in the day Mm -hmm. so my hypothesis for the next movie or a movie an x-men movie is mr sinister creates his own either quote-unquote bad x-man or some kind some kind of form of the nasty boys and in turn he also brings back apocalypse but you know Mm -hmm. that might be way too much but i think it would be a good a good storyline yeah i think they're gonna they're gonna blend in um several um 
I think they're going to blend in several of the the Inferno series. Um, because I really think they're going... Like, Mr. Sinister, you know, captured Madeline and he was trying to control her. I think they're going to do it to where he is going to capture Jean Grey and try to do the same thing he tried to do to Madeline. And that's where the Phoenix comes out and kind of goes crazy. That's my philosophy because I feel like or what I think is going to happen, not really philosophy, what I think is going to happen, um, because it's like, you're going to introduce him, he's going to find out about her having all his power, he's going to try to capture her, and then he's going to, you know, we'll get to learn about how she gets her powers, and then that's where it goes crazy, because he'll be responsible for it. So if you, if people have never read The Inferno, um, grab a graphic novel of The Inferno, and you will see where uh, Madeline Pryor, who was the clone of Jean Grey, was captured by Mr. Sinister. And she basically, um, he thought he had a new tool to use, um, but she she turned it on him and <laughs> showed him who she really was. So I think we may see, I think they may play on that, knowing how they think over there in that office. So Yeah, so uh, how would you grade this movie? I would give it a C minus. Yeah, I'll give it a, I'll give it a C. Just cause I can't hate too much on my baby's Oscar Isaac and Michael Fassbender. Yeah. But I will be uh, hypercritical of them. But you know, when they come home, we'll have a a talk and discuss it. Yeah. So yeah, I. So yeah, that's our feeling on this movie, you know, and if you liked it, that's great, but I do want to say for those who love to call people like us haters because we did not like it or we didn't like things about it, we're not haters, we are fans who enjoy good movies, good content, good storyline, but when you are kind of taking advantage of the storyline or kind of abusing it in some ways, we're going to speak out about it. So, you know, don't call us haters because you loved it. And we did. I mean, you loved it. That's fine. I mean, I I still, you know, judge you slightly. But um, I would still, I mean, that's you. You liked it. I mean, I like Xanadu and people. And that's like the worst movie, 1980. But I still love it. But, um, you know, but hey, don't call us haters because we don't like this. Yeah. And it's another thing that we, and I know a lot of people, they hold, like the X-Men universe as really sacred because the X-Men always stood for the people that are different, you know, the minorities, the people who are not the norm. Mm -hmm. So once something that we take a lot of criticism to comes out, it's not as if we hate it and we're just, it's horrible. We just want it to be as good as we know it can be. Yeah, so, again, that's how we felt. Um, So we're going to just move on to our next topic, which is mm, interesting to me, but, yeah, I'll leave it at that. So I think it was like, what, last week or somewhere within the last couple of weeks, there was a hashtag that came out called um, Give Captain America a Boyfriend. And it was based from Give Elsa a Girlfriend. Elsa is from Frozen, a movie that I would never see. But um, <laughs> they gave about giving her a girlfriend. And I was like, okay, I can see that because that is 
an original script, original story uh-huh. that you can do that with because again, it is an original story. But um, so what happened was a new fan to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the comics said, well, why can't we give Captain America a boyfriend? Because he needs a boyfriend. Because he's not straight. I mean, yeah. Well, because <laughs> yeah. he's straight. Because he's straight. Basically. And so they went on about that. So they started the hashtag and it, and it took off a little bit. Uh, it went viral. Um, but when we looked at it closely, we learned that it was viral because a lot of women was saying this. And a lot of women who are into Yaoi or, you know, all that. All was, right, you better let your freak flag. Yeah, it was, like, was like big into it. And I was like, okay. But then a lot of gay men started getting into it. And then a lot of the gay blogs picked it up, which is funny to me how gay blogs love to talk about some things and not others. <laughs> but we won't get onto that. But anyway, the the point is they took it there. And I was actually, I actually was a little bothered by it. Um, I was bothered by it because I thought that this is ridiculous. Like, if, I said, as a fan of comics, and I don't really read Captain America, but as a fan of comics, I'm not here for you to take a character that is known as straight to change him gay. In fact, I'm not, I'm not big of you making straight characters gay because you think you'll be cute. I yeah, rather for you, the hell of it. Yeah, I, I want you to make gay characters. Create the gay characters or give more love to the gay characters that we already have or LGBTQ characters that we have. Like, yes, there are tons of LGBTQ characters in the comic world that we can see more of. Like mm-hmm. Karma, like Bucker, Bunky. No, what's his name? Bunk. Bunker, it's Bunker. Yeah, Bunker from he was a Teen Titan. Um, you know, Iceman, Iceman, North Star, both Icemen, North Star, Thunder. There are so many other characters, um, that they can play on that can, you know, they can really move their storylines a bit more. But to sit here and, the, and to go up on the cross for Captain America to be gay was, I thought, was very silly. I'm gonna be honest, it was silly because I'm like, no. We not. I mean, why are we gonna sit here and try to make a, a straight character gay? But then some of the gay folks, these girls, was like, "Well, that's the same stuff. They that's the same hate message they say about us from you know. That's what the haters say." And I'm like, "No," because there were people who were mad that some of us was like, "This is ridiculous. Don't make Captain America gay." And they was like, "Well, why not?" And I'm like, "Because he, this man has been all up in Sharon's ass." For decades. Literally. Literally. <laughs> so I'm just like, that's who he's with. That's who he's been linked to. Scarlet Witch, at one point, he was making out with. He's been with women. Bucky is his friend. It is okay for you to have a very close male friend and not sleep with him. It right. is okay for you to go all out for your best male friend. Um, That's just, like, we don't. Like, we watch girlfriends for years. Did we ever want them to be lesbians? Well, William William, William wanted to be (laughs) lesbians. That was his fantasy. But we didn't look at it like, oh, they need to be sleeping together. No. If Captain America... I mean, it's cute for slash fiction, but let's not try to make this the real deal. Captain America is a straight man. Uh He loves some Sharon Carter. That's been that way for a long time. Bucky was his ace boon coon. For years. 
So therefore, not <laughs> But that's been his ace boon for years. <laughs> Falcon has been his ace boon for years. Let's stop trying to gay things up because you because you think it should be done that way. No. Yeah, it it just makes it like straight guys can't have those close relationships with other guys without it being homoerotic or homosexual. It's just like it it's one of those other tired conversations that I'm over having. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's not gay, so just leave it at that. And to make him to make Captain America gay would be like to rewrite that whole what fifty years of history that has already happened. So it just wouldn't make sense. Yeah, and then I know some people was like, "Well, they they made you know um, North Star." I was like, "Well, North Star, if you looked at, it, he never had any real romantic ties. His storyline wasn't wasn't mixed with a lot of romantic ties. Captain America's has has been, you know, and that's why I'm just like you again." He's been linked to Scarlet Witch. He's been linked to um, uh, Sharon for many years. So let's just keep it at that. It's it's great that it it, gener- it generated a lot of talk, but at the same time, it it should have generated to like, well, what are the other characters? Because apparently, these people didn't know that Marvel had other gay characters, which made me also pissed. So I'm like, you really didn't even know the history of the Marvel Universe. So why are you even talking? Why are you on this soapbox when you don't even know about all the other, you know, gay characters they got? I mean, we got um, Shadowstar and Richter. We got Karma. We have Mystique. And we we got Mystique, for God's sake. We got Mystique and Destiny. All these characters, um, a couple of the newer X-Men, the young ones. um, Like I said, both Icemen. We have these characters. One of the Green Lanterns in DC. We have Thunder. Um, we have Bunker. Again, you know, I almost thought it was woman. Yeah, I almost thought it was like a. Uh, oh, I want to stand up and be for gay rights or whatever, or mm-hmm. for gay people. But where was all that other time when we were screaming and yelling and you was just sitting down? You know, it's just that whole. I'm going to scream and shout type stuff that it's over and done with. Just just stop it. Yeah. Just stop it. And, you know, like I said before, I mean, first, learn the history before you speak on it. Like, learn what you was doing because I was really pissed to know that that when I found that part, I, I think I posted it on Twitter where it was like, a new fan, too. I was like, a new fan. That means they have no idea. Right. Somebody, uh, what was it? You or somebody else had underlined that and something. I saw that. Yeah, I, I found it from someone who already underlined it, so I reposted it. I was like, again, a new person talking at the side of the neck, didn't know nothing. I was like, well, first of all, like, I wish if I was in the room with that person, you know, shout that up, I would be like, ma'am, um, there's already tons of characters if you didn't know. In fact, I would have walked over and hand her the <laughs> the Marvel Universe encyclopedia. Like, right. Like, you know, this is what you, when you go in the bathroom, Read this, like you know, get it together. I mean, again, let's not get in. Let's not get in the business of trying to gay up the straight characters. Let's get in the business of creating more LGBT characters, um, or just you know highlighting the ones that are already there. They need the love too. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's just like girl, bye. Just sit down somewhere. I know, and I was mad because it was trending, and people were like on the cross for it. I'm like. 
No. And that's why I made it very clear. No, I am not on the cross for this. Right. No. Like, get off that cross. We no. need the wood. Let's talk about, yeah, yeah, we need the wood. <laughs> Barbecue. So, uh, um, so yeah, that was, Lord, that was our king size edition of, of the issues. Those two big ones. They were big enough. We could have went on, on and on. But, you know, another thing I, I want to speak on with uh, X-Men Apocalypse is it is not breaking records. Really? It is not. Uh, I think they're hoping that it will, and this is sad, because they were hoping it will make $80 million. And I was like, you just hoping that? Didn't, what you call it, hit $80 million like in a day? Like, um, uh, Yep, it did. <laughs> so I'm just like, y'all hoping for that? So I, again... When it comes to those movies, I am hoping they just kind of take a backseat. Yeah, I, like I said, I just wanted it to be so much better than it was, and it wasn't. And it just, it just hurt that it wasn't as up to what I thought it needed to be, which was sad. Very sad. It was, but you know that's that's what happens when you, when mediocrity is your is your um is your skill set. <laughs> and they spent so damn much on marketing. They like, did. They did a lot on marketing. And I think I it was trying that... to. Oh, go ahead. I think it was trying to like cover up the fact that they knew that the movie wasn't as good as they wanted it to be. That's true because I noticed that when um, you look at, um, like I think about um, Civil War's marketing, and then they did like more little, little comic things that then, then like really. It was like more like this is them acting up or like bloopers type of stuff. Um, right. They did a lot with this this little YouTube video, which I thought that was neat about you know, come to Xavier's and all the hardies. That was. Why didn't they use that as a trailer? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Um, but I think so far this movie has made about sixty five point three million. Oh, that's it. That's what. Here they made some money overseas, oh. but that's what we got. As far as what we know today, um, based this was done around nine o'clock today. So so far, <laughs> they have made about sixty five point three million. Um, they own track for the four days of eighty million. I'm like, girl, okay. Well, Civil War is already the highest grossing movie of two thousand sixteen. So yeah, and I think that might be it. So, <laughs> that might be it. I don't know what else is going to happen, but that's pretty much it. But yeah. I guess it all, you know, so everybody, that's that that's what we've been talking about. That's pretty much all we had. Um, yeah, I mean, X-Men was big on my list, and sadly, it kind of dropped. It was chicken today, feather tomorrow, that type of stuff. <laughs> it really was. I mean, I, I would see it again if it's on TV. But I'm not paying money, and I'm not paying nobody else's money to go see it. And I'm not even going to see it again on TV. Like, I, like there's movies that I will watch for no apparent reason over and over again, and mostly it's like noise. Like I watch Magic Mike XXL. Like it, if it's on, I will actually watch it. Not because of you know there's a couple of booze on there, but it's but it's the fact that it's I can I I don't, it entertains me. Right. Mostly because I love Jada Pinkett Smith in it. That's another story. But I, her as Rome, I enjoy her character in that movie. I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, well, you know, check it out because I, I feel like that version. This, this second movie was more urban, but 
we're not going to really talk about that. But again, it's the type of movie that I would not watch again. I would not go back and watch um, X-Men Apocalypse again. I will not. Yeah, so... Right. Oh, no. Well, uh, yeah, so I just won't do that. <laughs> that's that's it for us this week. Yeah, I, I mean, do you have anything else? Any, I guess, church announcements? Oh, that's a good one, church announcements. Yes. Um. Well, as some of you know, I have a graphic novel that is finished. It's called Strange Lore. Um, I'm going to be really honest. I have, It's done. And, you know, when you finish a project, you have no more excuses. Usually you always have excuses like, oh, I'm waiting on this to get done or that to get done. I have no more excuses, but I'm a little nervous, so I'm trying to figure out how to release it. I'm trying to figure oh, out. awesome. So I'm looking at, you know, maybe web comics, maybe just go on out and do a Kickstarter. I know people love some Kickstarters, so I'm thinking about getting stuff started, um, but it's done, and I'm, and I'm excited about it. Of course, I'm nervous because you got to put it out there, and you got to deal with the internet, and the internet is yeah. the internet, so we'll see. What about you? Oh, shit. I don't have anything going on, really. Um, still trying to get the site up together. So we'll have that here in a few, a couple of months or so for Megajane. Yes. Uh, not, nothing, really. No church announcements here. That's right. So to remind people, um, we are trying to, there will be a website all of this because the goal um, is to you know kind of start something for queer people of color who are geeks and we will soon have something up for everybody to be a part of and what um, something that a part of my vision that I had was you know to see you know to get some writers and artists together um, to talk about things and I know Nick here is going to be talking about all types of things when it comes to you know even with Maybe with cosplay and drag and, and a little bit of games and so many oh, yeah. things that we yeah. want to get into because I know those things he's passionate about. But we also wanted to bring in, bring in more people from the community to you know to share and write. So we want this to be a, a new hub for us. So yeah. that's coming soon. We got to put it together. But we know we we doing these podcasts so people get a taste, a little bit of taste of who we are. So they won't be like, who are these folks? Who are these folks? <laughs> <laughs> Like Harper, who this woman? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so again, this is um so if you didn't know, this is Mega Sheen. You will see a little bit more from us in the future. And so that's pretty much all we had. You know, we're gonna close this out. Anything yeah. else? Uh where can everybody find you? Well, they on can, these interwebs. They can find me all over Twitter. And thanks for those who follow me on Twitter and reposting stuff. I love it. Thank you. Um, you can find me on Twitter as Wonderman5, and that's Wonderman with two N's. Um, like, man with two N's, and then five. On Twitter, you can find me on um, Tumblr, which I love Tumblr. Um, with, in, in Tumblr, you can look for me as his name is Victor. No, when Victor speaks. And on Instagram, his name is Victor. Okay. And where can they find and you? The kids can find me on Twitter at Porter Pizzazz, Porter Pizzazz and on Instagram at Mr. Sinister's Pupil. All right. All right, so that's it for Megasheen. Y'all have a good week, and we'll be back soon. Take care, guys. All right, bye-bye.